Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to episode 49 of the WP Builds Podcast. This episode was released on Thursday the 26th of October 2017 and is entitled WordPress and where it's headed with Matt Medeiros. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And we'd love for you to join us on this podcast episode with Matt Medeiros. And perhaps if you do happen to go over to wpbuilds.com, you could do one of a few things for us. You could click some of the buttons underneath the player, such as the iTunes button, and possibly give us a five-star review. Um, There's plenty of other buttons there, like um, you can join our Facebook group if you tap the Facebook button, or you can go to wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook to join. There's our newsletter, which is at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And if you're interested in advertising on our podcast, it's wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. We have a competition at the moment, which is a really, really great one because we've got a plug-in um, from the same people who do the uh, PowerPack um, add-on for Beaver Builders. They're called um, IdeaBox. And they have a, a new plugin called WP Fomify, or Fomify. It stands for sort of fear of missing out. And we've got two lifetime licenses available for that plugin right now. If you head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash win, you can see exactly how to do that, but basically you enter your e- email address or you log in with Facebook. We'll be running that competition for a couple of weeks, and that is a fantastic prize. Two lifetime licenses for the Fomify plugin, so please go check it out. Right, let's get on to the news section. I've got four bits of news for you today. Um, the first one is actually from the same company who are doing our um prize giveaway, but I can assure you this is not in any way sponsored. And also they've got a new product, well newish, called WooPack. And essentially it adds the same sort of functionality that uh, the the add-ons, the PowerPack add-ons does to Beaver Builder. But in this case it adds it on to your capabilities for WooCommerce. So for example, it allows you to, with Beaver Builder, um, alter single product pages and product. it's got product grids, product sliders. You can change the add to cart buttons and you can style the cart page and the checkout page and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it's really good, worth checking out, and uh, it's fairly new and I don't think I've mentioned it before, so here I am mentioning it now. Chrome version 62 has landed, and in this particular version, um, one of the things that's worth mentioning is that there's support for open type font variables, or sorry, open, open type variable fonts. Now, fairly technical stuff, but this is off the WP Tavern website. Go and have a read and you'll see all the fun things that you can do with the new font capabilities that are in Chrome. It looks really fun. You can stretch them and things like that. Anyway, great. Gravity Forms, they've got some new pricing. Instead of their old pricing, the names of which I can't actually remember, I think they were called Basic, Pro and Elite, they've now changed those plans over to 
Um, I can't remember actually. No, that, that is the new pricing. They're called basic pro only. I can't remember what the old ones are. But essentially, um, if you've got an old plan, you can upgrade at the same cost. But if you're starting out with gravity forms, you're going to be um, paying a little bit more um, soon. So worth noticing if you're thinking of buying some licenses, I think you might be able to get in there quickly before the price rises. A plugin called Automate, which um, kind of got a bit of a conversation going in the WP Builds Facebook group this week. Um, I'm not so sure it's a good idea to automate the updating of plugins because I just want to know that everything has gone smoothly and is running according to plan. But anyway, they've got this new safe upgrade option, which endeavors to make things a little bit more straightforward and send you sort of screen grabs. Um, and you can judge for yourself if anything's gone wrong. Uh, I'm still not so sure, but anyway, there it is. Go and check it out on the WPMU Dev website. Okay, and here we go. Now we're on to the main section of the podcast. This is Matt Medeiros. Now, Matt has been a very influential figure in the WordPress space, especially WordPress business space, for a very long time. Um, and he's a, a great authority, I think, in WordPress. He's currently working for Pagely, which is a new job. He's got the WordPress hosting company, but he's um, he's always on the internet. He's always putting out great content, uh, especially related, as I say, to business. He runs uh, an agency and he has a successful plugin business as well. So got an awful lot to say. We talk about his past and we talk about the future page builders and the upcoming Gutenberg and whether that's a good or a bad thing. Okay, here we go. I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to the WP Builds podcast. My name's Nathan Wrigley and today I'm not joined by David Wormsley. He's somewhere in Bulgaria. Who knows where he is this week? Frankly, we never know. But I am joined by somebody that you've definitely heard of. I guarantee that you've heard this man's name before. And if you haven't, where have you been? Probably in Bulgaria with David Wormsley. (laughs) Because this is a, is a show that I've been looking forward to for some time. It's um, Matt Medeiros. Hello, Matt. Nathan, welcome. Uh, well, I was, was going to say welcome to the <laughs> program. <laughs> I guess I should welcome myself to the program. It's good to be here. Oh yeah. Well, that that's the first thing right away, right? Is that Matt is is everywhere, isn't he? Matt's doing stuff all over the place, and I'm guessing Matt, you're you're more used to. Uh, speaking to people and sitting in my chair than you are taking the questions. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> and look, it, it's it's just barely past 7 a.m. here, so I was, yeah. I'm still getting still getting into it. Yeah, the coffee will take hold, and Matt will be more cogent as the interview goes on. Um, so, yeah, okay, I'm going to start with a fairly heavy question, right? Because it, it appears from my point of view that wherever I look, over the last two years, which is the space of time that I've been using WordPress, Matt Medeiros is everywhere. He's in my feed, he's in my Facebook, he's in my email, he's in the blogs, everybody's linking to him. How on earth do you keep up with that? And how do you genuinely, do you get burned out by it? Uh, yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I guess the, the running thread, because I do get this question a lot, and the sort of running thread that keeps it all together is is essentially is WordPress itself, right? So it's not like, you know, I am running, you know, multiple separate companies with separate products that have nothing to do with one another. Everything 
sort of just revolves around WordPress, uh, whether it be my plugin business, my podcast, my day job, sort of the uh, the consulting and agency stuff that I uh, used to focus on as a, as a primary um, source of income. It all had to do with WordPress. So there was at least that foundation to stand on. And uh, at least in my mind, that is sort of what keeps the balance. And it can certainly get uh, a little overwhelming, and we can sort of dive into that deeper, I guess, if you want. But, um, you know, my philosophy is to just have a lot of irons in the fire. I mean, so many people say focus and double down on, triple down on one thing and just be really great at it. Uh, the problem is I've I've just – I'm not a developer. I'm not a designer, right? So – I can't be just 100% focused on, you know, one thing in the WordPress space. Um, I need to just try a lot and see what sticks. And there's plenty of things that I've tried that have just fallen off and failed. And the important thing for me, and I guess the important thing for anybody who's trying to do a lot is to embrace it when something fails and to recognize something isn't working and time to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the most important, uh, story, uh, or lesson in the story, uh, is that. Do you, do you ever get to the, the sort of an end of a day and think, I'm not doing all that again tomorrow. I'm just going to cut, <laughs> cut it all in half. Um, the amount that I've got going on, or I'm just that thing, that thing that's kind of something that I've thought about doing. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do it. Or do you always find yourself compelled? Ah, oh, that little kernel of a thought. And, and you have to nurture it and you have to um, make it happen. Are you, were you as a kid like this, one of those insatiable appetites for new things and try the yes. next new? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, and and I'm I'm actually glad you brought that to childhood because I've never actually had anybody sort of frame it that way. Um, you know, f- folks who have been following me for a while, they know that uh, I grew up in the car business. My family owned a couple car dealerships, and I now that you frame it that way, I believe it's because we always had new cars, right? Mm. And this is this is maybe just a little anecdotal, but we've, we always had new cars growing up. And it's only because we weren't buying them. We just, uh, you know, you have a dealership, you have a dealer plate, you can just grab a brand new car that comes off the lot. Um, and my dad would always be driving home a new car. And I think that that is part of, you know, the thing is like, I we never had the same car for more than like, four months. And, and, and that's not like a, a gloating kind of thing. It's just, that's just the way it was. It was a new car. We, my dad would test the new cars out. So we were always driving something new. Um, so maybe it has a little, has a little to do with that, but, um, but also, you know, I just think that trying new things and, and being dynamic in that sense is, is a good thing, at least for me. Um, and that goes from products to services and just like two super quick examples. When we started the agency, I mean, we were trying, you know, we started the agency almost 10 years ago and we were doing everything we could to, to, to make a buck back then. And it was going from print design to, you know, business cards, to logos, to videography, to photography, the web. I mean, we were just doing everything. And over the years, we funneled that down into our core service, which, you know, as of today is just custom WordPress development, not even design at this point. It's just custom WordPress development. Um, and, uh, you know, that's how we found out what we could really do. And, uh, same thing with products. I've launched a, a, you know, half a dozen or almost a dozen different products now, uh, to really focus down on what we have now, which is conductor. Um, so yeah. Do you ever kind of, are you one of these people who, 
obsesses on the detail and has to finesse the thing to the nth degree? Or are you more kind of, oh, I'm going to give this a go. We'll just get it out, see how it goes, see if the boat floats or sinks. Okay, on to the next thing. That was a failure. Or this has got traction. Or, or, or are you more like, no, 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 no. I'm going to keep pushing this. This is a good one. I'm going to keep, 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 keep drumming this message home. And how, how do you cope with that? Because if you've got 10 things in the air, there must be a point where you say, no, not this. Yeah. No, more. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, definitely, definitely ship as fast as possible. Yeah. Definitely get it out there as fast as possible. Um, you know, float the ideas even before it's even built kind of thing. Um, however, I will say that once it is, once I do find traction with something, I can certainly be one of the one, the folks that just focus on the details. Once I realize that it's a thing and it's possible, uh, that's when, you know, focusing on the details and maybe even more so the experience um, for somebody who might be using something. So either one of our products or a podcast that I'm putting out is just always thinking about how is somebody else experiencing this and really focusing in um, on that. But I mean, God, uh, plenty of, um, you know, plenty of MVP products that we've put out um, that uh, uh, that have just haven't gone anywhere. Right. And, but it was okay because it was just a quick traction kind of thing. And let's just see if it works. Let's see if people like it and then move on to the next thing. Just, just to give our listeners some indication of what Matt is up to now, if you were to go to craftedbymatt.com and read the first line, it says, my name is Matt and I do a lot. I think that's great. Here's what Matt's up to now, right? So Matt works at Pagely. We'll come on to that. Matt has Slocum Studios, a digital digital design agency located in Massachusetts. He has a plugin called the Conductor plugin. He he runs Slocum Themes, a commercial WordPress theme and plugin shop. He does the Matt report, which is available on YouTube and and iTunes. So that's you know that's taken up a lot of time. There's the YouTube uh, channel Plugin Tots. There's plugged in radio. There's user feedback videos. There's the podcast starter kit. There's the Note <laughs> plugin, and there's easy support videos. And then there's a contact button at the bottom, so you can actually add to his workload if you felt like it. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's that's that really is intense. You you must be an intense kind of a person, I'm imagining. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not not oh. really. Um, well, you know, let, let's take the first two right off the top, Pagely and, and Slocum Studio, right? So Slocum is, uh, is a, an agency that I started with my father, like I said, about 10 years ago. Um, there's a team there. They run it. <clears throat> they run the day-to-day. Um, you know, I'm just sort of involved as a, as a nameplate kind of thing right now. Uh, talk to a few clients here and there, but this, the company just pretty much sort of runs itself. And I, and you know, I guess the sort of true definition, uh, of entrepreneurship is, is starting something that's, that's going to last. And I can say that that was a, a sort of win in that department mm-hmm. to have that company, um, you know, up and running Pagely, same thing. My job is to get people onboarded into Pagely uh, and consult with them and make sure that they're making the right pick for managed web hosting, uh, WordPress web hosting, and amazing team there. I mean, we'll probably talk about that. Uh, the 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 other big chunks, which is the uh, the podcast stuff, just like you, I try to block the time. I try to record everything ahead of time and then just publish it out um, in seasons. Uh, so that makes it a whole heck of a lot easier uh, to manage the the plugins or the the podcast side of things. The plugins, those those are the ones that take the hit in terms of time because those are the ones that are always sort of left over. Again, I'm not a 
not a developer, I'm not a designer, so I'm not actually applying code to that stuff. Um, it's the team at Slocum, and when they have downtime from customer work, that's when that time gets, uh, you know, reinvested uh, into the plugin side of things. So um, those are sort of easier for me to manage because I'm not actually applying anything there other than some, you know, some brain knowledge into what direction they should go into. Um, but uh, that's sort of the the one that says, hey, look, when there's no there's no work going on in, in the funnel, then uh, then let's let's put some time into these plugins. You're very modest, but that is still <laughs> there's still a lot going on there. Whether or not yeah. you're hands on or not, you were hands on at some point. You, you're involved mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. It's occupying your mental headspace. I, yes. I, I genuinely struggle to get this podcast on. You know, and that's that's <laughs> one thing. So yeah, I think I've got a feeling that. Um, that ultimately you're you're slightly more productive than I am, um, but, but we need people like you on, on Earth. Otherwise, people like me would rule, and nothing would ever get done. So I think you know you probably are a slightly different um, personality type. But you, you've also got this status, I think. And now I'm going to use a word which nobody likes. You're not going to like it, but it kind of it fits. Um, and I'm going to say WordPress guru. And what I mean by that is somebody who is. You know, you mention your name and generally speaking, somebody at a WordCamp will go, oh, yeah, 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 we've we've heard of him. Now, is that something, is that notoriety? So, okay, let's call it being famous. Let's call it notoriety. Do you like that side of, of what has happened because of all the stuff that you've done? Or is that something that you personally shy away from? Do, do you enjoy being approached by random strangers at WordCamps? Or would you rather be left alone kind of thing? Um, so I, I, what I do enjoy out of it are folks who have listened to podcasts that come up to me and say, I learned a whole bunch. I got my business started, you know, based on a story that I heard on your show or, you know, some of the ideas that your guests have, have, have brought to the table. And, and that's really, that that's really the thing is when I started the podcast, it was, it, it was on the idea of, I need to find people in this community introduce them to folks who are otherwise afraid to talk to them at word camps because I see I saw so much of that when I first dipped into this community that people were so afraid to talk to one another mm. um, just because of you know just the, the public setting and, and some stage fright and some introvert stuff I guess uh, and that was the genesis of, of the show is how can I introduce people to other people um, which is just really my ultimate talent in in life <laughs> it's the only thing I'm really good at doing is making introductions uh, so <laughs> <laughs> and that was the that was sort of the essence of the show so I, I do enjoy that the uh, <laughs> the goo Guru status, the you know the the the, the WordPress sort of uh, you know celebrity status is kind of just like nah. I'm just the guy who who is foolish enough to to shoot his mouth off at stuff and, <laughs> and, and, and people point at me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there must be Achilles' heels to it. There must be sort of drawbacks to it. You know. Um, oh, there's plenty. Yeah, <laughs> plenty. I guess. I mean, I've I've I confess I haven't met you, but I I have kind of met people who um, I would consider to be WordPress um, experts, if you like. And and I'm terribly cowed when I meet them, and and I don't know why that is because they are all completely normal. Um, but I I have this sort of reverse snobbery, if you know what I mean. I say, oh, you're you're better than me, and um and it kind of inhibits the conversation. But that's my personality type, I think. Okay, let's leave that side of things behind. Let's move on. Let's talk about generic WordPress stuff. Um, so WordPress been going on for a long time now. It's what you've sort of hung your hat on. It's everything to me. It's everything to you. 
it's been growing, it's been growing, it's been growing, it's exponential, it's where, you know, we're touching 28% of all websites, whatever that means. What's your thoughts on the future, simply from the point of view of growth? Do you think WordPress is going to grow over the coming years? I think it will. Um, I think you will definitely see uh, uh, user adoption. It, it might plateau for another uh, year or so. And and you know what what does plateau mean? Probably the same thing as like what does twenty eight percent of the internet mean? Like yeah. we we probably won't even see the the needle move. But I think the the big push on the commercial side of WordPress will be the big driver. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening on the self-hosted.org side that a lot of us aren't probably going to like too much. Um, and certainly uh, the stuff that I see happening now isn't helping the cause in terms of this is open source WordPress, this is commercial WordPress, make your decision. Um, you know, clearly defined lines, I guess, is, is what, I, what I'm, I'm not seeing still, uh, which I think is the biggest issue with WordPress. Um, as a as a as a brand, right? Like if you were to just walk up on the street to, uh, well, maybe not a random person, but if you went up to a sort of business conference or a business networking event and you said WordPress, you know, how many people would know that? I think a lot more people would know Squarespace and and even Wix with all the marketing stuff that they do before they sort of recognize WordPress. And I think that is the biggest challenge that we have. And then sort of from the folks that sit from this on this side of the table, like you and I and people listening, the consultants, the ones who really push it because it's part of our tool set in our, in our day jobs. Um, mm, that's a tough one to forecast because I think we're going to see some things change on the free side that's, uh, or the open source side that we're not going to like too much. I, I want to pick that apart, actually, because we never talk about the future on this podcast, not often anyway. And, um, and I think you're kind of uniquely positioned to discuss that with me. So what what are the things that you're referring to there um, when you talk about the future and people not being happy? I've got a feeling I know what you might be talking about, but tell me what's what's going on in your head there. So so you know, and and, and again, like I am certainly not the first, and no. <laughs> I'm first to say this, and I'm you know, but I'll preface it. Yeah. So two years ago, um, it might have been two years ago, I had said that the biggest issue that that WordPress has is is what is it, right? What is WordPress? When, when you just say WordPress, you, in our community, we say, well, which WordPress are you talking about? Are you talking about the open source? Or are you talking about the commercial? That can't happen when, when growth goes to 50%. Like, you just need to say WordPress and people just need to go, oh yeah, I know what that is. Um, you can't have this, this like, well, which one are you talking about question? Where is it hosted? What plugins are you using? So, Two years ago, I made a post about this on uh, on a forum where I said, "Look, the only way they're gonna they're gonna grow is for them to start to control the experience. You can't have the repo the way the WordPress repo the way it is. You can't have .com the way it is. You can't have this editing experience the way it is. Customizer, backend, page builders, they have to control the experience, much like we see." Apple control the experience yeah, in the way that took the words right out of my mouth. Go on, right the, the way the way they dominate the market. Right, you see what happened with Android. Yeah, Android. Uh, what probably has the largest footprint? I don't have the numbers in front of me. I probably has the largest footprint in the world, but they certainly are fragmented beyond belief between all the manufacturers and all the different uh, you know apps that people can pre-install with Android devices. So. 
and, you know, and, and the, the experience of Android is it's not buttery smooth as, as iOS. It doesn't have the big app store. It doesn't have all the, the eyeballs on it. It's not as smooth and clean, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's what WordPress is. That's, that's the way WordPress feels to me. And uh, to sort of just wrap this thread of thought up is, is what we're seeing now with uh, Jetpack, Gutenberg, uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the name of the app Calypso, uh, yep. that, that whole f- starting to come together with this experience, even though we're seeing it from a very far distance right now, that is what we're going to see, um, sort of bring all the, of this stuff together into this much more seamless, uh, experience. Like I don't think in two years you're going to be, you know, going to WordPress.org and searching for plugins and and saying, oh, that's the one I want. You're going to be going through Calypso and it's going to be, you know, only Calypso approved or .org approved uh, plugins through Calypso. And and again, I'm I'm just crystal balling all this yeah. stuff, but I I feel like that is the experience. It needs to happen for for them to get to that growth. But is that going to be the way? Uh, is, is, is that organic growth going to be there because, you know, consultants are, aren't going to have the same sort of open source access, uh, if you will, uh, that we've had for the last, you know, 12 plus years? I think, I think the next question then from that is, do you think WordPress... Okay, let's imagine that that happens. Uh, f- five years from now, we're looking at a much more cohesive ecosystem. Everything's run from... Let's let's call it Calypso for now, whatever it turns into. Um, and Gutenberg is, is in place and all of that kind of stuff. Do you think during that five-year journey, we're going to shed a lot of the people and they're going to go elsewhere, or the, the plugin developers, the users? Do you think it's going to dwindle to get there only to sort of grow again? Or do you think we'll take everybody on board? with us? Hmm. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I would, I would maybe imagine that we would still have a good amount of, um, you know, consultants using WordPress and recommending WordPress, but will they be customizing it as much uh, or will they sort of, you know, be looking at, I need, you know, a uh, half a dozen themes in my collection. I need all these plugins in my collection. Um, I think they'll still be using it as their, as their tool, but I don't think they'll be as maybe involved. Like, I don't think the, the percentage will be as involved if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like I think as consultants, we have our, we have our beaver builder for this project. We might use conductor on another project and we're like, we know what tools we have and we're always sort of you know, testing new plugins and new themes and interested in that. I think in five years time, that's going to be not even something that people are thinking about anymore. Right. Um, yeah. and I, and I think <clears throat> to give this an example, like, I think that, uh, it's because the evolution of not just WordPress, what we have to think of is the evolution of the web, right. And how people are experiencing that. So, you know, I have a crazy conspiracy theory that that, <laughs> you, that, that, that that even total web design is going to go away, right? Like, like uh, the idea of design me a pretty looking site for this computer that I'm sitting at is going to be something of the past um, because your data is and content on that website is the most important thing. Um, and that data or content is being sent to 
you know, your Apple CarPlay in your car, your iPhone, your iWatch, uh, you know, your your television, soon to be your refrigerator, will have mirrors with with you know touch screen uh, screens on them. So people aren't going to be browsing your website and comparing you. They're just going to want to scoop up whatever information that's on that website. Um, in some kind of futuristic fashion. So I think that as, and, and we see this like nowadays with e-commerce sites, right? The, you just need a super fast loading site to sell products. So you don't see all this crazy design. You just see a white screen with boxes of products on them, right? Mm. Cause that's the fastest way for somebody to serve up an image, click a button, buy now, right? It's all about super fast speed amp, um, Facebook, uh, whatever they're, their AMP competitor is, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, mm. um, strip it down, load it fast, let people buy and, and, and consume your content and move on. Um, so I think what you have to think of is what is the experience that people are going to be publishing and consuming content in the next five years and will we need all of these themes? Will we need all of these plugins? Um, that's sort of the what's up in the air right now, at least in my head. Yeah, I think it's utterly fascinating. Um, it's it's both brilliant and fairly Scary. terrifying at the same time <laughs> yeah. if yeah. you do what i do and and i can uh, i can kind of flip what i do fairly quickly because i i build websites for people and and it's not tremendously difficult but if you know if i've got a plugin and it's my entire livelihood and that kind of stuff goes away oh man the the the, the pain that we could have in the next few years could be intense and it kind of makes me feel I wonder if we'll just get a fork of WordPress and it'll just carry on down the road in that direction and WordPress.com will try its own merry... And maybe we'll get two WordPresses going in completely different directions, the open source one and then the, the WordPress.com one. Who knows? Um, you know, there's one thing I just really quickly want to add to this conversation is, and this sort of touches on the uh, sort of WordPress guru thing that you mentioned before is, I, my, so everybody listening, of course, you take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> my point of view, uh, my point of view is very much like the blue collar worker, right? Like that's how I grew up, uh, you know, working hard, working with people. Um, and it's still how I can, I see myself today. And I'm only pulling these points of views from the experiences I have with end users, right? Mom and pop people, uh, even, you know, corporations to a degree, but people who are really trying to use this, uh, and make a living with it. <clears throat> and when I see things like, um, you know, Jetpack starting to introduce all these features, you know, competing against what other plugins are having. I'm looking at this going, my God, what is going to happen to the ecosystem of blue collar uh, plugin owners who are just trying to make a living, trying to make this work yep. uh, and, you know, sell a plugin for 50 bucks, you know, and, and try to make a little extra cash. Um, and I start to see, you know, big brand of, 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 of WordPress with air quotes and automatic sort of chisel away at these of these market shares. And people are like, you're crazy, Matt. <laughs> you know, that's never going to happen. It will happen. It will happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any other way, other way to put it. Um, and it might not be this massive overtaking, but it slowly starts to erode, right? Look at net. Look what Netflix did to, to cable television. I mean, yeah. my God, look what the internet did to newspapers. Like it will happen. Um, and whether that progression is fast or not, um, you know, that, that that's what's the only thing up in the air. Okay, I, I think I think I agree. Actually, I think I've come to the same conclusion that everything is coalescing around, as you say, word uh, WordPress with air quotes. Um, 
do 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 we trust them? Is that okay? Do we let that happen, or do we protest and write blog posts and you know phone up Matt and complain? <laughs> um, I protest. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That, that you know that that's me. And again, it's 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 from that experience thing, right? Like I I well, here's what I don't agree with, right? Again. Uh, the word camp, last WordCamp US, this past WordCamp US, they, uh, in the state of the word, Matt announces that he's going to put this sort of think tanky marketing, marketing, uh, whatever uh, that is, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. right? And, and and you know, and it's like, uh, you know, we start naming, you know, and not to take away from anybody, but we start naming sort of some high profile people and and some very, you know, sort of uh, artistically driven folks and, and and like all this stuff, and it's like, but these aren't the people that are using the product day in and day out, right? What you need to do is talk to people with real boots on the ground, right? The consultants who are trying to sell websites to make a living at a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks, get their experience, get their feedback. Now, get the people that they're selling to, the pizza, the pizza joint owners, yep. the you know small bookkeeper, yep. um, the people who are really struggling and scratching their heads saying, God, why is this so difficult, yep. right? And, and talk to them. Let's not talk to the, you know, the highline sort of uh, celebrity artist, right, that just makes it look good on, on TechCrunch.com. Let's talk to the people who are really using it. And, and I don't know what happened with that initiative, but uh, for me, you know, again, the recent stuff with Jetpack, and here's another quick aside, right? I, I, I had just sort of ranted on about Jetpack uh, yesterday, and there's nothing wrong with Jetpack. I think it's a great plugin for the, the people that it serves. I have friends that work at Jetpack, yada, 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 right? Got to preface all this stuff so I don't get hate mail. <laughs> uh, Careful. Uh, you know, when, when it starts serving up ads about, you know, you, your website needs to be protected. You need backup. You know, buy it now. And I have customer, my own clients turn to me and go, hey, Matt, I thought you said you set all this stuff up for me. Like, I thought I was safe. Why is, air quotes, WordPress telling me that I'm not, I'm not safe? I have to go and buy this stuff? No, you're already backed up at your web host. You, I already have this third-party backup that's running and putting it into your Dropbox. So you have it for your you know, archives. Uh, I already have that all st stuff set up. But Jetpack is, is now a monetization scheme. Um, and I don't use scheme in a bad, in a bad way. It's just that's what it is. And uh, the experience to an end user now is my consultant said I was backed up and said it was safe. The web host that I'm paying every month says I'm backed up and safe. Now WordPress is telling me I'm not safe. What is yeah, going on here? Yeah. Right. Uh, and those are the issues uh, that that uh, the experience again back to that the experience that isn't really being totally fleshed out because Jetpack is there to make money and then there's WordPress <laughs> and it's it, like what's going on? It's like you know of the 28 percent of the internet that's using WordPress, one percent um, are are replete with money and the the remaining 99% are like you described the 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 pizza guy and the the guy like me who's building websites and it's really easy to forget that um mm -hmm. and it's really easy to forget where the roots are and it's i guess it's really easy for people up there in wordpress.com to just take all that stuff for granted and you know it is it could be such an incredible cash generating machine so i guess why not but it Something feels weird about it. I don't quite, I, it doesn't gel with me. Something about the future of WordPress makes me unhappy. And there seems to be a lot of talk and a lot of blog posts being written, just echoing back to me what you've just said and what I feel. So I, I think, I, I, I don't know what the future holds, but it, it seems like this is a, an, an interesting turning point. And in a couple of years time, we'll, we'll look back and 
and we'll all be using Drupal. <laughs> oh God, no, Jesus! <laughs> let's, let's 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 not pull the emergency cord just yet. <laughs> yeah, quite right. Uh, yeah, I, I think that people will st- like consulting business. I don't think for the foreseeable future, you know, will will ever go away. Um, you know, I, I think that people will always need consultants and, and and services at least for the next decade in this stuff before AI is running it all for us. Uh, but even then, you'll need a consultant to figure out which AI yeah. machine to get <laughs> to fix the uh, AI. Yeah. So I mean, at least we're we're sort of safe uh we're sort of safe in that sense do you know i'm i am really over egging it um when i when i'm describing it in that way but it, but it, but what i'm not over egging is the fact that i am reading these articles i am feeling a sense of um panic and a sense of oh you know where, where's this going and and gutenberg um is a real prime example of this have you got any thoughts on what's happening that with that plugin specifically have you have you come down on one side of it are you happy are you totally in with it or does it bother you and concern you that it's just going to break everything you know to be honest with you i haven't i haven't gone i haven't revisited the plugin since it was announced yeah right uh, um i am certainly not you know from so there's 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 i have two sides of my brain on this there's the product side of conductor there's and then there's the sort of the the wordpress like how is this going to help wordpress and affect wordpress moving forward um you know from the product side i'm happy about it <laughs> to, yep. to be quite to be quite honest with you because I built an alternative to page builders three years ago because three years ago, page builders weren't the way they were today, right? If, if they were that way, I probably would have never built this product. Hmm. Um, and the concept uh, of conductor was always about blocks and it was always about this sort of lightweight field. Now, I'm one and a half guys here. I have my developer who's the one man <laughs> and there's just me, the other half, which just does, you know, product direction and marketing. I don't, I don't. I don't contribute code to it, right? So resources are limited into in how fast I can move with Conductor. But the idea was, hey, let's not have this huge, overwhelming uh, interface. Let's not have a new customizer for our plugin. Let's just work with what WordPress gave us. And at the time, WordPress just gave us widgets. <laughs> That's it. Yep. The customizer wasn't even there yet. Um, and then when the customizer came into play, which six months after we launched, let's make it work with the customizer. Let's work with what WordPress gave us. Let's not reinvent the experience. Mm. Now, I think what has happened is, you know, let's be honest, Matt took a step back and said, not me, Matt, Matt Mullenweg, took a step back and said, look at the competition. They're all drag and drop builders. Let's go after this segment. Mm. I mean, he said it in a recent blog post that yep. the small business market is the most underserved and that's like the new target, which is a little kind of like, eh, I would rather have you have thought about WordPress as the web's OS like you did, you know, seven years ago. That was much more intriguing than let's attack small business websites. Um, but anyway, yeah. the, point, the, the point is, is now Gutenberg looks at all of these experiences that Elementor, Beaver Builder, Divi, um, all these page builders are doing. And they're saying, well, no, no, no. Now everybody's experienced WordPress in a different way. That's our Android versus iOS uh, conversation. And let's make our, our experience. And... You know, it's a block experience. It's a block first experience, very lightweight UI with blocks, which is sort of what Conductor uh, is. It's a block first experience. So I'm happy from a product side because mm. I can more easily integrate into it. And it's like, hallelujah, baby. I've been talking about blocks for three and a half years <laughs> <laughs> when, ev- when everybody else was talking about these big uh, sort of uh, new experiences for people. Um, so from the product side, I'm good. Uh, on the user experience side, again, 
sort of time will tell, you know, yeah. is it going to be this, you know, convoluted thing? Um, you know, will consultants be able to customize it as easy, as easy as possible, uh, as PHP and HTML is today, CSS, um, you know, that side of it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, and, and for the people who are raving, the one thing I will side with, uh, uh, with, with the automatic team and, and, and the team that's contributing to this is it's still so early on. Yeah. Right. Like, People were criticizing this the day that it launched. And yeah. I'm like, come on, come on, people. We're all in software here. We know that it's going to be iterated on as we move. Like, why is everybody looking at it from with a magnifying glass? You know, like we all know it's going to change. Let's just take a step back and let us do its thing. Right. Um, and it's still going to start to progress. So yeah. which way? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in it, to be honest. I'm really fascinated to see where it goes. Uh, I'm, I, I am happy. I'm still in that place where I trust those people to get it right in the end. Um, I'm I'm slightly concerned for people who have that business tied up with you know meta boxes and all of that kind of stuff, and there doesn't seem to be enough clarity of how it's going to work for them. And and obviously, if that's your bread and butter and that's your income, this must be a troubling time. But I, I'm going to defer my um, opinion on that until much further I, down the road. I will say that page builder companies, yeah, they they should definitely be you know obviously they're aware of this but they should definitely be looking at this like okay i mean they're they're coming after they're coming after us right um if you're you're a page builder um and and how that play, plays out is is to be yeah oh yep, I, I, I can still hear you i'm lost i lost you for a bit never mind um I'll, you probably kept talking but we, we yep. lost you for a sec so i'm just going to crack on with the next question if that's all right sure so sure. okay we've got that sort of scary cloud on the horizon bit of the podcast out of the way let's let's return to the sort of more normal ebullient wordpress stuff um so tell us about you know in right now of all the things that you've got going on and all the people that you see who and what is exciting you in the wordpress space at this exact moment oh man um well i'm seeing some pretty interesting things uh over at Pagely, uh, now that I'm there day to day, cool. um, I see some pretty amazing um, installations at the enterprise and big publishing level, which is really cool. Like with what people are actually doing and customizing uh, WordPress and the, and the way they customize the back end of, of WordPress. Um, that 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 has been an eye opener because I I've never really seen it at that level uh, at the agency. We've sold to big customers before, but never this big <laughs> with. Uh, yeah. That, that I've seen at Pagely. So that's been, that's been pretty cool. Um, you know, I, again, like the most fascinating thing is what we've been talking about is where the market's going mm -hmm. and, uh, what the experience is. And, you know, that has been the real interesting thing. And, and seeing these companies going from plug-in companies to SaaS companies, um, is something of a, of an interesting thing to me. Um, and seeing how people are doing that. Right. And, and not, uh, sort of staying in the sandbox of WordPress, which is, which has been interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, to be honest with you, you, you move in such different circles to me. It must be fascinating seeing that stuff on the enterprise level and that whole horizon I, that Pagely has brought into your um, into your mind. Right. And, and, but I will also say, like, I bring this up all the time um, from the user level. Like, I am super fascinated with what, you know, the, the folks over at Beaver Builder have done um, with the community side, right? Like, you know, I think you and I met through the, the Beaver Builder yep. face, Facebook group, and it, it is just amazing to see how these tools have uh, empowered people to 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 run their businesses or find new ways to run their business and make a little bit more money. And, and the communities around 
products in the WordPress space and how people latch on and get so pumped up about them, that is actually over the last year has been the most amazing thing. Um, that's what I did my whole, uh, the whole, uh, last season or first half of the season yeah. last, last season, uh, my podcast was all about that. And that, that has been quite amazing to me. Yeah. The communities coalescing around things like Facebook groups and well, however they coalesce, it's really, it's novel, isn't it? You know, yes. I'm deeply embedded in the, um, Beaver Builder Facebook group and, and I've made some genuine friends who I'm quite happy to call on the telephone, you know, the regular old yeah. telephone nowadays and have a chat with. And I've, I've primarily met them online. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. I think WordPress needs a pat on the back for that side of things, if nothing else. So moving on to Pagely, maybe this will be our last little segue, if you like. How on earth did you get hooked up with Pagely, which I should probably say is is... It's something that I've not really got too involved with. I, I haven't really got involved with primarily, you know, specific WordPress hosting. They were the first, as far as I understand it. Yep, yep. They were the first, um, you know, uh, almost 10 years ago at this point. Uh, Josh and Sally, they started the company. Uh, and just like sort of all of us out there who are starting a product business, they needed to scratch their own itch. They were an agency. They were looking for WordPress hosting that did all the updates and, and just took care of things so they, they didn't have to think about it while they sold to their customers uh, or development projects to their customers. And uh, they, there was nothing out there. So they, they started it. Um, they started it as an in-house service first and then, you know, sort of then, you know, commercialized it and turned it into what is now known as Pagely. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an amazing experience. It, they're really a solutions company and, and not just a straight up, you know, bare bones hosting company. Um, you know, so I mean, again, if you look at their pricing, you know, the, the VPS one is 500 bucks a month. So it's sort of out of the range of, uh, a good amount of, mm. uh, your e everyday WordPress hosts. Um, but the idea is, you know, your business that doesn't have any DevOps team in-house, you don't want to bring in anybody in-house to maintain your sites and things like that, and, and and we do it all for you. And it's dedicated hardware, blah, 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 all this other stuff that goes around it. It's not a shared host. It's not like, you know, you're getting a $4 a month, you know, 3,000 other people on your server <laughs> hosted with you kind of thing. Uh, it's, it is all dedicated hardware. So there's a bunch of sort of nuances there too. Um, but it's been an amazing ride so far. I've been there since uh, June. And you're enjoying it. I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, it really, it's the it's the team. Uh, number one, um, it is how everyone has their priorities, their specializations, how dedicated they are to the cause, um, and how you know Josh and Sally the, the how they run the company. Right. It's not like it's all remote distribution. You know, we we meet on Zoom once a week, uh, every week. And um, it's it's been a, a pretty fun ride. Uh, it doesn't really feel like work. I don't know if I should say that no, like don't. when Josh, Josh, Josh listens to it, but uh, it doesn't really feel like work, which yeah. is amazing. Well, I guess you're in that thing, aren't you? you? You've been doing this forever and it just feels like a probably another extension of one of the many yeah. things on your list of things that you do. Um, is, is. is there a moment, though, where you would advise somebody, um, look, get off your shared hosting. This is this is no good for you anymore. Is there a typical moment in time where you would advise a business, look, shared hosting is no good. Get on some platform, whether it's Pagely or something like uh, Flywheel or WP Engine or whatever, um, where WordPress hosting is the right thing. Or is it always the right thing? Is there some benefit always, always? 
No, I mean, I, I think there's 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 definitely a, a need for shared hosting. I think that uh, again, it, it all comes down to the the severity of the business, right? Like, how, what happens if that business goes offline uh, for an hour, two hours, or a day? If there's like some massive attack, right? Um, I think from my point of view and my context is when I started my agency, heck, man, they, 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 I can't count the amount of clients that, you know, because as you're selling, as you're growing your agency, as you're, you're consulting practice, sometimes you bring on somebody that is, you're, you know, you're punching above, uh, above your weight, right? They're a big client. You're happy. You're making a little bit more money than you used, than you, than you used to. But guess what? Maybe you sold them at 5,000 bucks, but that client, you probably could have sold them for 40,000 bucks, right? You just didn't know, right? They're a big company. You're feeling good. You sold it. And then you recommend them to a shared host. And all of a sudden, you know, mm. when stuff goes down, they're calling you because they're like, we can't lose this kind of money. Our website can't be down. I mean, mm. countless times that happened in my first two to three years. So if you're a consultant out there, really look at the business and don't think of everything from this sort of cost savings kind of thing. I think people want the value of uh, a DevOps team behind them. They want super secure, super fast uh, services. And, you know, 5,600 bucks a year isn't really much to a company who's, who might be making, you know, a hundred grand a year at least yeah. on their web, on their website. Right. Uh, so that, that investment there isn't something that they would even, you know, shy away from. And in fact, it's, it's good service to get them on, uh, a, a service provider like Pagely, um, because they can rely on them. And uh, that is very, very important for consultants to make sure they're aligning themselves uh, with companies like Pagely. And you might not use it on every project, but one out of 10, you know, that big, important customer of yours, yeah. you, you know, you put it on Pagely. Yeah. I, I, obviously, I've, I've only ever heard amazing things about Pagely, and it's nice to hear that you're having a fantastic time there as well. Um, Matt, I'm through with my questions. Um, unless you've got anything to add, I'm going to say, let's, uh, let's knock it on the head. Is that okay with you? Yes, sir. That's that is good with me. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure. I think this is the second time we've spoken properly, um, yep. and it's been a pleasure on both occasions. I hope we can do this again one day soon. I, I, you know, I'm wishing you all the best in your forty billion things that you're up to in the near future. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope to, you know, hope you keep pushing all the content out there and keeping us entertained and keeping us thinking because it's brilliant. Thanks very much, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And, and same to you. I think what you guys have built with this podcast, uh, you know, starting from within inside Beaver Builder uh, community and then growing it outwards is is commendable. WordPress podcasts are not easy, even though people think they are. <laughs> there's a lot out there's a lot out there. Yeah, and, uh, there's a little bit to do, but I'm, I'm enjoying every minute of it, to be honest. I was I was actually thinking the other day. Websites, podcast, websites, podcast, building websites, podcast. And I, I, I do this every day of the week. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's just beautiful stuff to do. I yeah. really like it. We always it finish with um, with a bit of cheesy music. So we have some utterly dreadful, diabolically bad <laughs> pop music or something. Maybe it's bagpipes. I don't know. Um, and it's going to be fading in right now. And so on that note, I'm going to say goodbye, Matt Medeiros. Goodbye.